Thank you very much for joining me for episode two of the Jordan Checker podcast with Aussie Edwards. Unfortunately, this episode had some technical difficulties with the audio. Therefore, the audio is from the camera and not the lovely microphones we have in the middle. Don't let that scare you away because this episode is an absolute banger. And I'll assure you that in the next episode, the audio will be all fixed. Ready to go? Ready to roll. I think I might have to start test this one first. So, Aussie. Thanks for going on. I'm looking forward to it. So for those that don't know Ozzy, um, I think he would go well as saying he is a serial adventurer and he loves to try new things. He's an, a, very much loves growth, all those sort of things as well. Red Bull being one of those things that now you guys with Be The One, um, he's got a group of mates. They work together, putting together video content. If you haven't checked it out, check it out quickly. How did it come about that you could work with something like Red Bull? Thank you. Check it. Thanks for having me. Congratulations on the start of the podcast. It's fucking sick. It's going to be awesome. It is elite. Love the first episode. So good on you. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Well, thanks for having me on. With Red Bull, how it came about, um, it was a really funny story. So we've had our YouTube channel, Be The One, for about four years. And uh, we've now moved across to TikTok. So it's evolved over time. And it was about two years ago. So probably like, yeah, two years in, we randomly saw... Some Red Bull girls down in Glenelg yeah. handing out some no Red Bulls. Just like ran up to them and I was like, we're doing this trading series from trading from a paid clip all the way up oh, to like, a yacht. That was good, that was good. That yeah. Was good. And uh, we <laughs> just ran up to them as I like that and drive off and I had three Red Bulls left. And I was like, I'll just trade this paid clip for a Red Bull. And I was like, I only want one. And they're like, nah, like, we'll just have the last three. So you and Red Bull impact with it. Yeah, that's right. Double whammy still. Exactly. And then from there... Um, they ended up like, they bought like, oh, like, what was all this about? And mm-hmm. stuff. Got our contact details. And then it turns out I gave them the wrong email. Chased it down Jetty Road. Got the right email. And then from there, they ended up putting us on as opinion leaders um, for Red Bull. So being like, what when, when like, for someone that has no idea for myself, what does that involve? Pretty much an opinion leader just means, like, in your small community, um, you're an influencer for Red Bull. Yeah. So they give so them. So that's kind of like the SA team. Yes. Aside you something like that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So they give us product um, all the time and then we get um, access to all of their sort of network and yeah, events. Yeah. And it's really interesting. If you were involved with a brand like that instantly and steals extra trust in what you guys are doing, like if Correct. we firstly come across you guys, never seen you before and you're like, with this bunch of Muppets doing these videos and you're like, oh shit, then that's a sponsored post for Red Bull. Exactly. Oh, that must be genuine. And then that leads to lots of other things as well coming up as a result of that as well. Exactly, um, yes. Like I think you mentioned me the other day and I had a quick look um, just before, like you you know, had a, a video with Paramount. Yeah. Paramount Plus is that what it's called or just Paramount? Paramount Plus, that's it. Like that's, that's, it. that's not a small company to get on board with as well and be seen. So is that kind of, you guys are doing that, they they kind of contact you or just from the basis of like, as you had videos, I think you did with a, with the footy grand final, you had Neds. That's right. Um, and then you've obviously had things with Red Bull, now Paramount. Are they and, and Rebo the gym? Yes, yeah. Um, so your your poster is still up in the gym. Hey, thanks. <laughs> that's deliberate or not? We'll see. We'll see. Um, and so do they contact you? And yeah. um, how's that work? It's been crazy. We actually haven't reached out to any brand, and we've probably worked with about ten to twelve different brands Sick. that are all globally recognised. Yeah, which is insane to think about. Yeah, and all of that has just been built from TikTok. Yeah. So, so no one like you. You finding everyone is saying we found you on TikTok. There's nothing now, guys. Yeah. Because you're not you're not posting YouTube anymore. We haven't been not not even yeah, not even yeah, no, not even or, shorts, not shorts, shorts like that. Yeah. Cool. Or TikTok, and they've just yeah. been like yeah, coming in just from like DMs on 
Instagram or, yeah, or yeah. DMs through TikTok. That's sick. I remember it's so hilarious. Like, I don't know if the video is still up there or not. Yeah, but you will remember our push up challenge video. Oh, I reckon it was like the first time I'd met like most of you guys. Yes. Obviously, I went to, you know went to school with trips. Yep. It was a year above me. Had nothing to do with him. Played gridiron with Youngie. Um, that was the first time I'd met him. And then somehow we ended up working together after we got up for coffee like a year earlier with Jake. That was that's and right. All of a sudden, yeah. so I knew everyone except for Jonty and Pato. Yep. And then all of a sudden, we're doing a video together. That was absolutely hilarious. We're at the front and there's the Ferraris. We start doing push-ups in the Ferraris for like this challenge for like mental health. If that video is still up, you have like someone has to find it. That is hilarious. You'll be able to find it up there. It's probably it's probably one of the worst things I've ever done in my life. Oh, really? At the same time, <laughs> like it was, that that is the pinnacle of like breaking down this whole. Don't give a shit with anyone else. Yeah, so that's push-ups, no shirt on, with the tops off, England L. Yep. Must say I was a bit of a lank dog at the time. Oh, so you know, that was a few years ago. Now it's kind of like, what were we thinking? But I just mould you into being able to like progress forward into everything you're doing now with like brand deals or with your business. Exactly. Like stepping out of your comfort zone and everything there in all aspects. Like, you, you know, you're working now with your media company. Like, you're not working with like 14 year olds. You're racing yes. out like you've done shoots with Red Bull. Like, exactly. Um, his first name, the race car driver, Weber, is it? Um, you, you know the one. I know. Yeah, uh, Jamie Winkup. Winkup. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 no, yeah, yeah. So you've, you know, you've gone out and done a shoot with Jamie Winkup, which exactly. is not a small name. How did you first Red Bull shoot? Yeah, for, for them. Yeah, which which is is yeah. I guess you do first shoot. Let's just go with Jamie Winkup. Like I don't know how many. I don't know. I don't follow that sort of racing at all. Like yeah. I'm sure he's one or extremely high performer in that for a long time. Absolutely. That confidence that you then got from doing the videos, doing all those things, must just channel into some of those things, like 100%. It does, had it. you just like, it's so funny. It's like, all oh my goal. So when we were working together at the gym. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jack and I worked together for about two years at the yeah, gym yeah. lit up. It's now changed over to uh, Rebo. Yep. And I left the gym to start my media business. And uh, the goal was to shoot for Red Bull. Mm. And we had that connection through it. And I've done that. And I've done that. So it was your first shoot as uh, Aussie Edwards Media uh, with Red Bull. Almost. Sorry. It, so started my business for Aussie Edwards Media. Yeah. Five months in, I then shot for Red Bull. Okay. And it's now about a year and a half. I've been shooting for them since. Done probably 12 shoots for them. Yeah. So after that first shoot, that was after Bend with Jamie Winkup yeah. and um, Justin Hems, who's an Australian billionaire. He's really cool. Casual, casual, yeah, yeah. Sure. That was the first time I met him. Yeah, it was a legend. <laughs> it was so cool. Yeah, cool. And from there, um, they put me on as Adelaide's preferred photographer, preferred photographer for Red Bull. Yeah, no, so that was pretty wild. I mean, like Red Bull, Adventure Sports, Aussie Edwards, yes. Adventure Sports. Is that something you see now moving forward in the future with your skydiving? So Aussie's qualified to jump on your own as well, aren't you? Yeah. Jumped how, how many times? At 22 solid hours. Yeah. I mean, once, but that is probably the best experience of my life. Yes. You're not skydive. I remember when with the missus, when we went up, like, I was pumped. Driving there, shooting myself. Yeah, yeah. Going up, I was like, actually, I'm pretty keen now. It's kind of like that weird, the height. I don't know how you, I mean, you're an adventure junkie, you always have been, I feel like. But that height, if you get up that high, you're like, it's actually not scary anymore. Yes. If something goes wrong, I'm just dead. If you stand around, if I stand on like a, I'm on a roller coaster, two-story building, I'm like, I can get pretty messed up from this. Skydiving, I'm like, no, nah, I'm just fucked either way, so I'm just going to enjoy just it. Like, it. And you're yeah. out there, and you're like, oh my goodness. Like, we jumped down a semaphore. Yes, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone knew who you were. You're like, oh, I oh, didn't know Aussie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know Aussie. Um, like, is that so leading in, you want to then 
travel and do adventure stuff with say like a company like Red Bull or just anyone in general that is kind of you like you've spoken about you want to do adventure yeah yeah is that you have to take a few steps to get there you got to get get your reps in with them something like Red Bull or like what what's the point of there yeah it's pretty cool it's like I'm sort of already doing it in in a sense it's like in terms of like putting my goal out there of what mm-hmm. I will achieve and then manifesting it doing it now I'm like wow like I'm actually doing it but I think back to like my younger self it's like yeah I'm doing it but now it's like okay what's that next level of where I want to get to a huge inspiration for me is someone like Jay Alvarez where he is like skydiving all over the world incredible Hawaii and he jumped like. internationally um, my first ever skydive was New Zealand but that was a tandem jump yeah so not you so have long. to do tandem you can't jump like you have to do all the practice and everything you do yeah as well don't you Back in the day, like yeah. forty years ago, Same there was it was pretty loose. People could, but yeah, not not these days. <laughs> that would be pretty sick. Imagine that person. Actually, no, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I would. That's where I end up spider on the floor. That's not happening. Yeah. Definitely not. What have you always, since a kid, been adventuring? Like jump out of plane, adventure kind of? Or oh, really? What, what triggered that? Yeah. So I've been a gymnast all my life. Always loved being active, um, and sport of any kind. Yeah, absolutely loved it. But I've always been completely afraid of roller coasters and like rides at the show. Until literally like last year I got over that fear. So I don't know what Was it that like changed. after you skydived? Or you've been bungee jumping with the B1? Yeah. That's when you went to like Cairns, was it? Oh, uh, yeah, we went to Cairns. It was yeah. a bungee jumping in New Zealand as well. Like yeah, okay. Yeah. Was it kind of you broke the mold and you're like, just got to do it? It was weird. Yeah, it was like, I think particularly bungee jumping is way scarier than skydiving I found. So once doing that bungee jump, I was like, okay, that was extremely scary. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you jump, that is the most like fun thing ever. Off the platform. And then you're yeah. Like, yeah. Because what's done is done. What's done, you have to just go. It goes it. well or it goes bad. Exactly. I can't change it now. And statistically, it's going to go good. Like, you're yeah, going to be fine. Just trust the equipment. You're all good. You know? You're not doing it in like Thailand where yes. you might be like, yeah, statistically, the equipment's worse. It, to like, correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So you're chilling. So you may as well yeah. just embrace it and just fully jump and send it. So then yeah. I think from doing that first one, we sort of did like a full adrenaline trip, like our first skydive there, yeah. luge, giant swing, bungee jump, all those sort of things. So that what he's skiing for like a few weeks. Then came back from that. Yeah, New Zealand. Yeah. Um, came back from that. It's probably like a, let's say, that was 21, 22. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, it would have been 20. It was 2019, yeah. so I was 20. Yeah. Um, and then from there, that's when I sort of really changed. I was like, okay, adrenaline's fun. We then started doing a lot more adrenaline stuff with beta one videos for YouTube. Mm. We started asking traders to come skydiving with us, come shark cage diving with us. And then all of a sudden, one of the boys who went shark cage diving with us was like, yeah. hey, Oz, I'm going to get my skydiving license. Do you want to do it with me? And I was like, haven't thought about it, but let's do it. And then we just signed up and did it. Then my gymnastics background came. Yeah, that's not grabbing the water bottles. I don't really know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, that's pretty, I would have been able to let me think about it, take a wig. I'm like, no, that's pretty scary. I'm not doing that one. Yeah. Especially because you have to then pack the whole suit yourself. Everything yeah. that goes into it. Like it's, I mean, at first I'm sure someone's yes. making sure, whatever, whatever. But you go out now, you do it right or? It, yeah, it's it's on you. That's right. Yeah. But cheesy instructors are amazing. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's Surely small. that then has to be a massive trigger as well. Like did you find you do this, you do the skydiving, you're taking all these risks in an adventure sort of point of view. Mm-hmm. From there, the snowball effect of you're just like, fuck it, I'm taking risks in. Absolutely. Like yes. the people you talk to, the people you reach out to, the business you try, the whatever, you know, 
anything, you're just like, I have just unlocked this another level of Aussie Edwards where I can yes. just be like, bang. Exactly. Nothing's stopping. You're right. It's like that game character where you're playing a video game and you live off the next level and you're like, okay, I'm now unstoppable. So, so yeah. You don't go you don't go back from there. Yeah. It's all growth from like there. It's just... As you mentioned at the start of the podcast about every time you do something uncomfortable, you expand that comfort mm-hmm. zone and then all of a sudden everything becomes easy because yeah. you're not worried, you're not scared and anxiety almost goes out the window because you just trust yourself completely and you trust the universe that it's all going to work out and you're like, well, you know what? I'm going to take that risk. I'm going to wear those bright colored shoes or I'm going to mm. wear a pink shirt and rock it and not care about it's it. Gonna, it will, you, wear, you wear all black and someone, like I wear all black all the time, someone still would say, why don't you wear some color? Yeah, yeah. So regardless, whatever you're doing, someone's going to be like, you're going to make comment, correct. And you're then going to be like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, so you exactly. It doesn't really matter for either. Matter. So like, yeah. it's it, because I'm gonna do me, you're gonna do you. Like, that's right. Like, there's always like, I mean, it, d- it depends on what context and what sort of thing it is as well. Like, I feel like this is an interesting one. Going deep straight in, like, social media these days is subpar with just being making people narcissistic because yeah. you got you go on there and it's like, I don't know. I mean, it depends on what you absorb as well. I know personally, like. <laughs> Scroll TikTok and it's like Goggins being like, "You're a bitch, get back." Yeah. And you're like, okay, no worries, that is what it is. But then, like, there's so much you see on there, like, "You are enough," "You are this," "You are that." You know, like it's it's telling you you are perfect, you're everything. I'm like, and it's good. Self love is good. Yeah, it's good to be like that sort of person. But you're not perfect. You're not nah. the best <laughs> at everything. Like, it's not saying you're shit. There's not to be like, you said, oh, "I'm crap." Like, it's anyone. Has room for improvement. Yeah. Jeff Bezos has room for improvement. Yeah. Elon Musk has room for improvement. You name it. Like LeBron James could still get better. Yeah. Scarily. He can still get better. So like, I feel like social media is like pushing this whole you're perfect mm-hmm. idea, which is why challenging a lot of people not to grow. And then so you come into your, your business or whatever it is. Like imagine if you had the attitude in your business and you came up first set, I'm, up, I'm the best. I'm like, well, one, your equipment could be always get better correct even if your skills are perfect there's yeah. a better camera there's a better microphone there's a better you know editing tool or whatever it is where do you where do you find like do you is that something that you challenge listening to that kind of you get to the next stage like you said you can't go backwards yeah but seeing that there is more to come still oh. do you find that challenging yeah but it's it's so much fun because you're like how much room i've got to grow and you mm. see it as another opportunity mm. where you're like okay I've got this camera now, but it's like, let's level up and max my skills with this camera. And then when I'm ready to upgrade, I can upgrade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, like, so it kind of like it's, it goes together. Yes. Yeah, it does. New camera isn't making your videos better, as per se. It will make the quality of the footage better. That's right. So but yeah. as you get the new camera, your skills have got better over time. And so you continue to, to go forward with that as well and just get better in more aspects. Exactly. Yeah. And... It's funny, in, uh, you didn't talk about, like, uh, sorry, when I, when I was at, yeah, yeah, yeah. not anymore, um, talk about, like, hard and soft skills. Mm. Soft skills being, like, um, communication, uh, things of, like, that nature that are, like, you could say, um, something that is, like, a strict yes or a no. Yeah, yeah. Whereas a hard skill is, like, okay, knowing how much ISO I need to change here on the camera or what type of, like, aperture i need on, yeah. on this so, so is it a bit more black and white yeah that's right that's yeah. right and i found like <laughs> this is this is gonna sound crazy right 
I've had my own like media company for a year and a half. And because that my soft skills are so good in terms of like communication, presentation, marketing, make things look good, whatever, mm. talking with people, they instantly build trust. And my hard skills with the actual camera, dude, I was still shooting on auto. Or, or, or every Red Bull mm. shoot that I'd shot has been on auto. How crazy but is that? But you still build that connection because of your soft skills. The soft skills, exactly. So, so at the end of the day, it's like, you should you should start any business without being like oh okay, like I need to be perfect before mm. I start here. I need to have the best skills in videography and photography before I started. Dude, I had no idea. I literally bought a camera and just went. Yep, moved into an office with boys. That was right, doing yeah. it for six years, over like three to six years. Then I was like, hey boys, what are you charging? They told me their prices. I was like, sweet, I'm just gonna charge that. <laughs> literally, I'm just gonna charge that. Yeah. Got on the phone. Had calls coming in. Yep, these are my rates. No worries. Awesome. Here it is. That's the confidence that you come with. That's, <laughs> that's right. I think that there's that balance between like the, the narcissistic sort of social media that you talk about, yes. you're perfect and whatever, whatever. It's like, that's not saying don't be confident mm. because sometimes you can pretend to be the person you want to become. In order to become them. In order yeah. to become them because that's kind of the process. Like is you've got to step into that sh- the shoes of the person you want to be and that's kind of fast track you getting there. It's also going to instill the belief that you can get there. Yeah, that's not to be like I am there though. There's a difference. That's right. Between if I stood up here and I was like, I run the best health and fitness business in the world. It's like, well, fucking nine. Yeah, I haven't even launched it yet. You know, sort of yeah. thing. Whereas what I'm working on right now, I'm like, I want to build the best health and fitness business. So therefore, I need to put myself in the shoes of what the best health and fitness business would look like to make the most impact on the most amount of people. Not sitting there like I already know how to do it. Like I've done it. Like we haven't. Yeah. Right? So. You need to, like, it, there's, I think that's where people get twisted. Yes, exactly. And on that, in terms of the growth phase, everything, we can easily make this correlation here. So, for example, I think the coolest way of looking at things is, for example, your clients are paying you to learn. Mm. It's like you're absolutely educating them, teaching them, like, everything. Mm. And I, I always think about it. It's like, how insane is this? Red Bull is teaching me to learn. By pay, yeah. like they're literally paying me to learn. It's like every time I go out and shoot for them or any any client, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, oh my god, like I'm getting paid for my skill set right yeah. now, but I'm also growing and like adding to all of these things. I'm so, I'm so. Who is that? But that's why I think you know the amount of people that say like, especially I'm sure this is going to be a bit more younger demographic mm-hmm. stuff is like apprentices. Someone doing an apprenticeship. Do you not know how fucking sick that is? Exactly. So you went to uni. You paid to be there. Yes. You paid to learn. Put yourself in a debt and you have to pay that off over time. Apprentices, yeah, you're on jump change. You get paid to learn. How cool. Plus, when you finish your apprenticeship, walk straight into a job if you're not shit. Exactly. So in other words, that's not hard. Yep. Like, you do what the boss wants you to do and you get it. So you're getting paid. You've been getting paid for four years while other people at uni are not getting paid. Exactly. That's not much. But you could probably afford to live out of home or at least if you're living at home, save a shit done, get off the bags, get off the you know drinks on the weekend. Yeah. You could save yourself a few hundred bucks a week, build that up so that when you finish, maybe you take a few months off and travel or you go straight in and you continue to learn these skills. But on it, like, I, it blows my mind when people are like, apprenticeship is such a ripper. I'm like, oh, no. And all those sort of things. It's the same thing. Like I say with PT. Yeah. I'm like, selfishly, like, and you know, I didn't know this at the time. I have learned so much from my clients. Yes. And they pay me. How cool. That's like it's How not cool. it's not why you continue to do it. <laughs> yes. But like I'm like blown away every day I'm like, this is fucked. Isn't it amazing? It's yeah. just another bonus. Yeah. And even if they don't mean to. Yeah. 
Like you're like, what? It's a bit of wisdom. Oh, I, I, I like that? you know, like you like, and you take that and you use that. And yeah, and I talk about it with my other clients, and it's just it's these different. Like obviously, like most of the time, they're not teaching you necessarily about what you you know the topic you're teaching them on, but it's still like you said, soft skills. I'm improving my communication skills. Uh, exactly. I'm improving all my people skills. You networking, your business connections with all of those clients. Exactly, and those skills they work for everything. Mm-hmm. Exactly. No, so no place that communication isn't. Exactly. If you can't speak to someone, yeah. If you can, you're off. Then that's everything. You've yeah. probably done ninety-five percent of the work if you can communicate effectively with someone. Let's see. I wonder. It would be like, like the because that's a skill. Like, let's see. And the five percent, can you just well or whatever you know that comes yeah. out to be the ability to whether that's talking to someone or whether that yeah whatever the communication of some form. If you can't do that, then you can't learn. Like maybe it's not actually ninety-five percent. Hmm. But you can't learn what needs to be learned if you can't talk to someone. Yes. Like, that doesn't mean you can't do well because, like, look at, like, how many, like, tech, maybe, like, you know, CEOs, founders, whatever it is, like, social skills, maybe not the best thing. Like, Zucks, I'm fairly sure that they've just locked himself in a cell. Yes. He is, well, not a cell, in jail. But in his room, coding, da-da-da-da, going nuts. But now, as the business has got to what it is, if he doesn't have communication skills, Facebook would not, or Meta would not be what we know it today. Exactly. Because he's learned those things. It has. It's grown to that scale. Look at how much Elon Musk's communication skills have improved. That's right. I remember, like, I mean, we're already young, so we wouldn't have seen him early, early days. Mm -hmm. But when Tesla was first coming up, sitting and listening to him at, like, you know, a talk, it's like, this is fucking painful. (laughs) Now, did you see his video the other day? It It was about, like, advertising or something like that. And he was just like, in front of this group of people, he yeah. got invited on, and he was just like talking, da da da. I will not be like blackmailed with money, da da da. And he's just like, "Fuck you." I saw that. I'm like, so great. That dude, yes. the confidence he has to be true in himself, his communication st- skills have improved massively. Like, regardless of whether you like the boy or yeah. not, communication skills. You can't run a company that big without good communication skills. Exactly. It like, is the backbone of everything. Mm-hmm. Just going back to touch on your. Apprentice example. You take that apprentice that's getting paid to learn over the four years. They're developing all of those soft and hard skills. They then can build a house or anything, right? They're, they're, they're chilling. Mm. How cool is this? You get that same person and they do it with a great attitude for those four years. Mm. The boss is going to love them. All of a sudden, they've now got a network they've built up. Everyone's going to be loving them. They can then either start their own business from there mm. or have such a higher up role just by having a good attitude. Yeah. Take someone... Like two apprentices, one with a great attitude over the four years and one without, who do you think is going to be in- making more money at the end of that? Actually, in the long term, like going into the future. Correct. I, this, I fucking, I used to work in a warehouse. I worked for like yes. eight months in the warehouse. Right. Most people, it was, it was it was called pick and pack. Tell me how fucking exciting that sounds. <laughs> Shit job. All right. You know, good money. You know, whatever. 27 bucks an hour as, a, a 17, as an 18, 19 year old, you're like, yeah. Man, I feel like I'm a billionaire. Like, That's right. You know, you go from working four hours a week, whatever. And then you do this, and I walk around, and I'm like, fuck, you're all so miserable. I know a lot of you have been doing this job for a long time, but at this company, they hired a lot of young people. So I'm in there with guys that are you know, ranging from 18 to 30, probably. Yep. And they've only just come to this business, and after a few weeks, they hate the place already. They're like, oh, this job fucking sucks. It's so boring. I'm like, I like it. It's quite fun, because it's whatever you do, do it with some fucking intent. Oh, it makes it way more yes. enjoyable. Whether you whether you think you deserve to be in a better job or not, that's the job you're working right now. Yeah. If I'm I'm, I'm fucking Maccas and I'm going like this, I'm I'm beating you. Yeah. Guarantee you, I'll, I'll yes. offer, you know, Paddy's better than you. 
Exactly. Because it makes it more fun. I'll be singing while you're doing it. Yeah, whatever it is, you enjoy it. it. The passion, like, you know, whatever. Do it with some intensity. So the apprentice that's kind of like, this is shit. It's like, it's shit because your attitude's crap. Like, it's, I'm not not saying every job can be like this. Some of my buddies work in the mines. It's going to be pretty hard in 50 degrees in the ground when you're soaking wet, covered in mud, to be like, wow, I'm having so much fun. (laughs) But most jobs, stacking shelves of coals, you could somehow make that less miserable than you're making it right now. For sure. E- even on the mind with the boys, just like banter off each other and just bounce yeah. off each other. Jimmy, look how much mud you've got over there, mate. So it's so about... <laughs> the amount of crap you can talk... And throw some more at him. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, back and forth, and then before you know it, we'll pop off. There you go. Like, how much quicker does the day go? You improve your skills way more. Yeah. Like, I always remember, like, and it's... If you're doing that better, despite whether there's actually that fun of a job to do the boss is probably going to be like how is he can i get you to do this other thing yeah well so while everyone else is stuck doing the stuff they hate because they didn't try a little bit more but the boss goes oh he tries he's actually a little bit good at what he does yes you go and you do all these other jobs and then before you know you've actually in the week rather than just being like yeah put it away you've done like five different jobs all because you tried a little bit and from there you never know how much how far a good attitude can get you. Yeah. You could end up running the whole company because this guy's taking you under under mm. his wing because you had a great attitude from day one. Mm. There's lots everybody just soft. Yeah. Well then yeah, I don't know, like I don't know whether it's just a massive Aussie like not you. <laughs> Aussie being Australia sort yes, of thing. Yeah. I've not travelled, I've not seen it, but you hear from say some somewhere like America. Oh yeah. You have no money in your bank account, you're fucked. You have no money in your bank account here, go down to Samuel and get some cash out. There's so much safety here. So you're like, yeah, that is like, true. No one's threatened by being fired. And especially now, post-COVID, everyone's kind of like working from home and it's like, no, no, my boss does what's best for me. What? Like, <laughs> tell me a time in the world where your boss was like the one that was like making sure everything in your life was perfect. Like, yeah, you know, you should have a nice environment. You should be taking care of your staff's mental health. You shouldn't be burning them out excessively, but you don't need to be like, walk in on your interview and be like, I'll only take this job if I can get two days from home. I need to get extra annual leave and get done. And I was like, hang on, hang on, hang on. Who's running the show yet? Like, it's, I don't know, people just seem to get softer and softer, which I think is actually Dana, Dana White mm-hmm. in the UFC. He was like, it is so fucking easy to do well these days because no one's willing to work hard. Yeah. And that's what I think, like, it rings with me so true for so many different things personally. Like, I've... I've, you know, I've made massive improvements in what I'm doing business-wise. Like, my PT business has never been busier. It's sad, but it. Thank you. And But what I want to achieve, like, online was, like, like the, the app that I put in together or yes. my javelin. I feel like just nothing is getting there. Like, it's just like, fuck, nothing is it. I'm not improving. Like, I'm not saying, like, you might be. And once again, it's the, sometimes the skills you can't see. Yes. And they're building up to something bigger and you're working on something. But if you couldn't get through like some of that mental toughness that these people lack in the doing the jobs that they hate and therefore, you know, they do them even worse, no wonder you're never gonna amount to get what you actually want out of your life. Yes. Like it starts with the shit job, with caring about that job Correct. and doing your best. So then when you are running your own company, whatever if you're playing sport, you're a musician, whatever it is, that same attitude applies into whatever you do. Yeah. Attitude, it all comes down to attitude, doesn't it? Yeah. It's everything in life. It's like, how lucky are we to have the opportunity to have a job mm. and be paid for something? Insane. Nuts. Insane. Yeah. And, and I know, like, you don't want to compare, like, your misfortunes or whatever to others, but 
the fact that you live in this country in the first place, yes. you're doing pretty good. Oh, the fact that we were born in this country. Yes. That's a game of luck. Amazing. I like my luck. I'll take it. I'm not oh, like, yeah. but that's even more reason I think. Stop being a pussy and go do it. Yeah. You've been gifted this country, this opportunity. Someone in fucking Sudan, if you gave him this opportunity, will eat you for breakfast. Oh, absolutely. They'd be at the top. Smash it. Exactly. Smash it. And they'd be smiling the whole way because they'd be loving it. Exactly, because nothing could get from where they were to where they, like, just being here. That's like um, one of the PTs, Chad. Yes. At the gym. Oh, yeah, he's just from South Africa. Africa. Amazing. He, every day, is just like a blessing to be here. Isn't it? Because he's been from a country where he's scared for his life. He didn't want to have a kid there. He didn't want to grow a kid up. Now he's here. He has a kid. He lives by the beach. He's safe. His car doesn't fucking get stolen. Exactly. What the fuck are you crying about? And he's just loving life. Yeah. How incredible. Yeah. So I feel like you like you've done a bit of travel, but you've have you travelled to any countries like disadvantaged sort of places? Done a fair bit of travel. Um. Yeah. Seen a seen a bit in terms of. Um, not not anything like war torn countries, but no. seen seen poverty for sure. But even yeah, like at a, you know, I mean, you've been to a place like Bali, and once again, mm. you could always. It's not a competition to what's better or worse. It's not as you know nice as here. You see that, and even in itself, I remember when we, um, me and Mrs. went to Thailand. And yeah, shit. even that in itself, like it comes. There's multiple things here. You go, holy shit! The dude's working like fourteen hours a day oh. in this sweaty shop. And then back to what we were saying before, he's fucking smiling. Exactly. Add the two dollars. And he's yeah. absolutely smiling. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, and we walk over there, rip them off and be like, nah, it's not worth that much. Yeah. And they're, and they're like, no worries. Have a great day. And you're, and, but we complain here still. Like, it's when you've got no real problems, you make them. Yeah. But that's it, isn't Back it? Up. Isn't that right? I've got nothing to complain about. Yeah. I just be like, fuck the food I ate last night was terrible. Yeah. Man, we're so lucky. Yeah. And you only have the here and now. So you may as well not care what anyone thinks. Start that business. Wear those clothes. Say what you want to yeah. say. Everyone's either for- going to forget about it or be like, good on you, or have their opinion being like, yeah. nah, fuck you. But guess what? Mm. You're doing you. Be authentic to yourself and make it happen. 100%. And that's it. And that's, once again, there's not saying you can't get better. Yeah. But you know yourself. Like, you should, you, especially like something like your values and things like that as well. Have good values go from there as like um one of my clients he's just um pt client he's kind of had this massive like we'll call it a midlife crisis because it makes mm-hmm. kind of sense but he's kind of like oh, fuck it like he's automated his business so much with the you know, how ai is fucking nuts how ai has improved like he was like well he's doing like 40 plus maybe 50 hour weeks before doing 10 hours a month now a month yep that is incredible same business thanks to ai more output yeah incredible and not even just ai just also just setting up automations and yeah. just being smarter about how he does it yeah um what bit top business is it um so he does kind of like seo for this specific type of company yeah. um just in case i'm positive exactly yeah but um and so sorry i've lost it um like yeah so down to 10 hours a month yeah which is nuts but then he's also going like that's all good and well I don't know what he purpose. Yeah. What the fuck am I doing it? Even, I think it took him to get to the 10 hours to realize he was lacking the purpose, but it wasn't even just the fact that he's only doing 10 hours. He's actually gone like, holy shit, like the business, the stuff that I'm using SEO for and to try and get people, I'll take it out, um, to <laughs> get able to grow their business um, and to make more money, the product that they're actually selling is not really helping anyone. Yeah. I'm just fucking rolling people. Yeah. So he like the morals behind that as well is like I need a shift. 
exactly comes down back to his values. Eh? Yeah, exactly. So his values, like he, he, he goes, I'm a good person and I feel like I'm not making money from things that actually really benefit other people as well. Yeah. Because it was so powerful. Like a, you know, as someone who's worked his whole life in a corporate sort of setting, <laughs> now he runs his own business, become extremely successful, doing really, really well and kind of being like, something's wrong here. Um, have you ever, and I actually come to, have you ever read a book called Ikigai? I haven't. No, no, no I, I heard so many great, great, great points. It's Japanese, Japanese, Japanese yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I think it's like, oh, I don't know exactly like the specifics. It's kind of, there's more to it, but it's kind of like what you enjoy, what the world needs, what you can make money from and nothing else. So yeah, it was like two more. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then there's kind of like layers, like an onion to that, there's a got even more. But you get the kind of idea. So right in, in the moment right now, he's kind of doing what can make him money. Yeah. And it's really skewed to what can make him money, but not really over this side of like what the world needs as per se. Exactly. Because like, it's not or really per- personal purpose. Like, exactly, personal purpose. As purpose, well. exactly. Yeah, which I think comes back to if you've got solid morals, you're not wanting to make money for the sake of making money no matter what it is. I think mean, that's where like, I don't know, like everyone has different thoughts and opinions about different things, but like dropshipping, like how many people fucking run courses or Forex or all that wank and they're kind of like, uh, they're just selling a course yeah like you know 1500 bucks plus they don't necessarily have even had to have done anything before like doing that they just fake it but another layer again let's say you actually did do it I'm like you're drop, drop shipping fidget spinners that's not fucking making me feel very fulfilled I'm not, I'm not really helping anyone's life and you want to do it go for it I'd, you know, I'd rather people went on because yeah, it's still a joy it brings someone a little bit of joy whatever yeah. on a small scale whatever but I'm like that's why I think I always, I've tried so many different things after school. I went into the kind of thinking like, oh, I'm going to sell chains on fucking, you know, mm-hmm. off of Alibaba and sell them on, do drop shipping, whatever. And I was like, I did, tried to like build the website did that for a couple of weeks. I was like, nah, this is not me. Like there's no fulfillment. There's no purpose in this. And now what I'm doing with like the health and fitness stuff, I'm like, so you're telling me, and I, this is like, already I say this to clients yep. openly. I'm like, I get paid to change someone's life. How awesome. That's it. I'm like, that's me done. If yeah. so, if I can answer that, that'd be like exactly, and that's the same like here. Like this is an investment into helping people, and the knowledge that they'll get from this as well. Like, I feel, and there's nothing. It it's actually almost selfish in the fact that it makes you feel so good. Yeah, like helping someone feels really good, or having a business that you know, like you could say charge more for, but you're like, because I can, because you could potentially scale it a little bit different if it's like a one to one sort of work. But if you've got like a Build a product, sell to many. One product, sell to many, sort of thing. You're like, why can't I make this trump? It's a bit cheaper. That's right. I could make more. But why? Is that going to limit a lot of people being able to benefit from this? Like, I could charge 100 bucks a month for an app or whatever, but could we be profitable 15 to $20 and reach more people and help more people? That's true. Which that probably comes around and helps you make more money anyway. In terms of scalability, probably. Exactly. Is, yeah. But it feels pretty good knowing that you. Help maybe a million versus a hundred thousand. Either way, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just a an intro- I feel like that's what more people should kind of figure when they're a little bit lost, especially like you know, our sort of age, like low twenties, mid twenties, and there's a lot of people like I don't know about you. I still feel lost most days. Still, oh, like, yeah, like, of course. What am I doing? Yeah, but it's kind of like if you're like really fucking lost, like you, you know, you've got a business, you're going after that. Um, you kind of had a vision on that. You got a little bit of vision where you want to go. The be the one boys. You kind of got a vision of where you want to go. Still lost because it's the first time doing it. You don't really know what you're doing in terms of scale. It's kind of like I don't know what the next step looks like because I've never done it before. But it's like if you don't even have anything, I feel like you come back. You could go out, read the book, yes. sit down, figure things out. 
what are your values? What are your morals? What can be beneficial to the world? What can you make money from that as well? Which these days is pretty much fucking anything. That's right. And then you go from there. Isn't that awesome? It'd be pretty nuts. It may, yeah, it may turn out that, as you said, some people, like you make the example with the corporate world, mm. like here to grind his whole life until he was like, let's say 40. Mm. And then he's realized, wait, where's the purpose? So if you can tap into that at your 20s, or your mid-20s. Get it early. Exactly. Then you're going to be fulfilled for your whole life. And I'd say in the long term, more fulfillment will equal more success and more money. Yeah, well, that's... And, I mean, we're both men. That's what a bike wants. Absolutely. I can't speak for the mind of a woman. And I think it's it's definitely very true that men and women have biologically different things. It may upset a few people, but I think that's actually the truth. That's a reason why we're able physically and biologically to do different things. That's right. Um, I'm probably a little less caring uh, than a lot of women out there as an average sort of thing. Like that's just biologically, I feel like I'm ready to I'm, I'm ready to fuck the world up and really make an impact. That aggressive sort of like like Jordan Peterson is like be a monster and learn how to control. That's awesome. Go like yes. go for it. It's like channeling that into these good things. And when you find a purpose as a bloke, and you find a purpose that's fulfillment from a personal point of view, but also from a point of view that you can help it impact the world. So you've got people maybe coming up to you and being like, you actually really helped me. I, I don't know what else you need. Yeah. yeah. I'll take a fucking Porsche, but still, you don't need it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you make lots of money doing those good things and going after it like that, but the fulfillment will come from being like, every day you wake up and be like, so that's a good day to help someone. Exactly. And get back you. Yeah, paid for it. Mm-hmm. Nuts. Like, you're lying there at the end of your life, mm. life and you dig back to it. you got to be thinking about purpose and mm. the value that you provided to the world and how many lives you changed aren't you yeah exactly that's what you're gonna be thinking about at the end of the day so why not start with that and then chase and make it happen exactly and that like that no reason why that can't be like a, a massive goal that you're chasing after as well yeah. like it's um it's funny i actually sat down um with dad for for breakfast the other day and he was like dad's not impressed by like flashy things by any means even yeah. i'm like dad i want to get a porsche one day like Okay, like he just doesn't care. Good, yeah, good, good, yeah, it's good, but it, but the whole my whole life he's kind of like, go for what you want. But he's got the values aligned as well. Like his favorite saying is always winning thoughts, winning talk, winning action. Oh, gotta have all three. You get stuck at one, apart from the last one, nothing really happens. Yeah, well. but it's kind of like he said, you know, because he he just went away on a, a sports trip with a, a team and couldn't believe like how like and just in general like the, the whole thought that people get so amazed by like a famous athlete or a famous successful person in the eye of making a lot of money. He's like, I, I don't get it. Like, why do you hold, why do we hold people on such a pedestal? Yeah. Like in the nicest way possible, like the dude kicks a ball around. Mm. Like, yes, it's entertainment and it's inspiring. In my whole life, I wanted to be an athlete, but you're probably similar when you were younger. Like that's the biggest thing you hope to do because on a, on a younger person's life, you make a massive impact. That's all right. But it's kind of, it's just... All your heroes are, aren't they? Exactly, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But now... If I saw like yeah, famous sports person walk down the street, I'm gonna run up and take a photo now. I don't know where where that time in your life comes where you flip the switch and it's like they're just human too. And I think yeah, that's the same that's thing. Right. Anyone that holds them on a pedestal, you're almost ho- holding them like they're more capable than you. Mm. Why can't you still achieve? You can still achieve those sort of things. Oh, it's just an interesting sort of balance. Yeah, it's like if you think about it the way it's like okay, it's inspiration. So it's like sweet, they're showing you that you can achieve that or you can achieve anything mm. in life. Like, they've done. So 
It's your turn. <laughs> exactly. Like it proven it's in business or in sport yep. or in yep. whatever you want. Exactly. Success, yep. money, whatever. That's what I mean. And that's why like I don't don't hold people on pedestal. Mm. Have inspiration from people because you can learn a lot from them, but they're nothing special. Oh yeah. They're Everyone's all human. you once upon a time. Exactly. Yes, LeBron James had some physical benefits when he was younger. So Michael Jordan, da 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 all those sort of people. But if they didn't do the winning action side of things, it's yes. just, just to be a nobody. That's right. They'll be watching the basketball and in you know, the sport in the gaming lounge still, putting bets on and eating some more fries. Yeah. You know, like it's because they took that action step and was pretty important. It definitely is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just fucking nuts. I think like that the fact that these days you can make money from value, why wouldn't you? Oh, of course. It just like makes most of sense. Like just goes hand in hand, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, what's um so what's next for Be The One Boys? So. Can you say? I uh, might not be able to say. I could say a little. I'll, I'll say a little bit. We've been invited on a TV show. Fuck me. That's all I can say. How cool. <laughs> I want to know more. When can we go? Uh, early next year. Jan. Seth. Mm-hmm. Surely I'll care for that. We'll see. Say all of you? The whole? Two of us. Okay. But all of us being involved. Yeah, yeah cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Can I ask if it's a new show or an old one? Uh, it's uh, it's the third season. Yeah. Oh, I'm hunting. I'm hunting. I'm yeah, hunting. I'm hunting. <laughs> um, that's exciting. All right. Yeah. Outside of that, what's the go? Is it, you, you know, um, in terms of you just continue smashing TikTok? Yeah. Yep. Expand, post on other platforms as well, but... Yeah, guided content towards TikTok. And then pretty much outside the TV show, what do you hope to get from that? Yeah, yeah. So we've built like a nice audience on TikTok. Yeah. Pretty much the goal is now, okay, we know we can get eyes. We know we can get views. Same as you. Mm -hmm. We're now one of my ties, our audience. Yep. So figuring out whether it be like, say for example, Sunny's brand, something, then partnering up with the connections we have, things like that. Yeah. Um, and monetizing that. So let's just go with the selling example. Say it's like pumping out bright colored sunnies for festival goers and people going after it and like wanting to have fun. Yep. Then making that happen, getting the getting the samples in and uh, seeing how that goes. Cool. So yeah, it could be it could be that, it could be anything else, but in terms of making more of a financial gain on the business sense. Yeah. I mean you put in the work to get to this as you imagine we start to reap the rewards from that right so like exactly you didn't have the ill intention of instantly being like we want to just make a shit ton of money from this as well as kind of let's make some funny shit yeah make some good stuff and now that you've been doing it for a few years you can start to make the monetization off of that make some money and make a living yeah and expand what you're doing as well is that so hand in hand your your business then as well do you see you can work you can continue the path of having those both going at the same time on the road that you want for both of them as well Yes, yeah, yeah. So we're seeing the growth on Beta One perfectly with these brands reaching out. Mm. Um, so we know that's working well. And as myself with Aussie Edwards Media, that is growing rapidly as well. So everything I sort of do for my media business works hand in hand in terms of filming content or connections yeah. and networking um, for Beta One. So it's, it's really cool that they're both intertwined so well. You know, you don't really get that very often so to have that 
going at such a young age is pretty cool. How do you, how do you, um, still live at home at the moment? I am. Yeah. How do you, which I think like for anyone that's like younger is, I don't live at home. Yes. But that's purely because like, um, you know, been part for a while now, moved out. It was the best, one of the best decisions. I was hesitant. One of the best decisions I've made in terms of like uh, independence of life and being able to expand and see your future as well. Hugely. But at the same time, like living at home, save a little bit of extra money, put that into your business, reinvest, save whatever it is, whether you want to put it in, you know, stock market, real estate, wherever your investment kind of growth is, which I think at our age is really important that your your main investment is you. Yes. Um. Yeah. You know, there's always like this, you know, fine line between like people like, oh, Chuck, you know, hundred bucks a week in the S and P five hundred and wait fifty years sort of thing. It's like. I think that works really well if you're, um, you know, so I'm probably wrong. I'm only young. If you're in a job and you see yourself in a job the rest of your life. Yes. But if you want to grow your own business and do what you're doing or what I'm doing sort of thing, it's like every dollar should be reinvested into what you're doing. Because if you're investing that in fucking Bitcoin and S&P 500 and real estate, that's money you can't invest in yourself and grow your business fast. Yeah. So like if I, for an example, if I had invested so much of my money into the S&P 500, I may not have done this podcast. That's right. Because I would have been like, a couple of grand to put into all the equipment and exactly. all that, you know, all the editing, da da da. Nah, I can't risk it. Yeah, but because you, I'm investing in myself. Is that something you're actively doing? And part of the reason why you think like holding off and maybe staying at home for a little bit is a really good idea as well. It is, yeah. So it just frees up a lot for businesses. It's exactly yeah. right, and it's also a safety net as well. Yeah. So yeah. it's like it allows you to take more heavy duty risks mm-hmm. because you're like, okay. Station yeah, of the family I can fall back on. Yeah. Um, and it keeps costs down. You know, as you mentioned, you can build up a business. Say, for example, you build business up, um, media business in 10 years' time, 20 years' time, whatever. Yeah. It's ready to sell. You could sell that for millions of dollars yeah. compared to an SMP 500. Sure, it might be a millionaire by the time you're 50. With inflation and everything. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It, yeah, it could, it could be good because of working in the background. But you may have to back yourself and put those dollars into your own business because yeah. it could be way more. Than yeah, something. exactly. Wasn't that like it's, um, you know, a lot of people are misguided yes. why the richest people in the world have 15 income streams. Yes. Like, they do. But you know how they got to the stage of getting 15 is they got fucking rich on one. That's right. And then they diversified off. And they put all that work in there first. Yeah, yeah. if you That's diversify right. $100 a week, into four different things, you're not, not getting heaps. Alex it Moses did it so well. Yeah. I remember this one point, he had seven different businesses yeah. he was running, all sort of growing like, yeah. let's say, just the, the the example, 1% each per week. Yeah. They were growing much, much, much. Someone said, why didn't you focus on one? He's like, no way. Kept trying, kept trying. He's like, you know what? I'm going to try one. Yeah. Put all of it into one. Can't remember which one it was. Say it was Jim. Jim Lord. Yeah, it must have yeah, been Jim Lord. Um, and then all of a sudden, hundred million dollars set. And now look, and now can diversify. He's got multiple he businesses here, yeah, like really Alan. Then he's got acquisition.com and now yeah. he's on YouTube and he's he's got books and all these sort of things. Exactly. He, but he wasn't successful and successful initially by having seven different things. He was successful yes. by fucking dominating one. Exactly. Spreading off. Yes, and, and you could say you could look at him at that point where he has those seven businesses and like, oh look, he's successful. He has seven businesses. Yes, mm. he has seven businesses. But if you want to get to that next level of success where he's achieved that 1% man yeah, yeah, in the yeah. world, right? He's then achieved that by holding in on one, making it work at Gym Lodge, yeah. then becoming a $100 million company, and now he can do what he wants. That's it. Even if you, even if that is a matter of like selling your business for a couple hundred thousand, whatever yes. it is, the money, then you can maybe buy a couple of smaller businesses. 
and then they scale. Like, there's so many different ways. I think like I don't know it's a general rule of thumb, but it, like it, it's very much can change. But I always think if you plan on being in a job the rest of your life, invest in things like stocks, whatever. Try and buy a few properties, do those sort of things. If you want to run your own business, invest in yourself 100% from the start. Yes. Once you make money, diversify after that. That's right. Which I hate yourself, you know. Exactly. Like, fuck. If you're if you're already got a plan B and you're spreading your, you're hesitating on, why not? You are. Yeah. Like, you are. So this is, once again, these are all just fucking thoughts from a couple of blokes that haven't made it in their first business just yet massively. But it's kind of like, well, I feel like that's just the best thing from what I've learned and you're very heavy on knowledge and absorbing a lot mm. of things as well. I love it. Like podcast books, so later. good. It's the common thing. Focus on one, diversify later, because then all your energy goes into that. And that's not to say you can't do other things, like say for myself, first app and Japan or whatever, and the podcast. But the podcast is a part of the business. Yep, to help people, to help grow, to help, and that'll bring people into the business eventually as well, because they'll be like, oh, this dude's not a total prick, hopefully. And so that'll help them get the idea. I don't know. Shit. <laughs> I really want to make a massive impact so they understand that that the reason I'm doing it is to actually help people, not just to make a bucket type of money. So this is all a part of that as well. And say for the jam one, like that, you know, that's just a part of my life that I'm like, I have health and fitness doing it. And for me, it's always been a goal to go to the Olympic or whatever it is, yes. which is a long way off, but I'm willing to put in the work and stay consistent and go for it. It's like, that's also a part of like, I wouldn't want my life to not have that. Like being health and like healthy and fit is a non-negotiable in my oh, life. Yes. So for the time I'd want to put into that to be health and you know fit for life, I made it, yeah. and I can do that through Jabalon as well. Exactly. They'd kill two birds with one stone. It's more or less saying you got two grand coming in every week or a thousand bucks coming in every week, whatever, ten grand. Don't you know split it ten different ways? Yes, that's right. That's right. Go for that one thing. Go for that one. one. Yeah, yeah. Because you can just grow up quicker. Mm. I think this will sum up this topic perfectly. Mm. Let me think about what it was for a moment. Hold on. <laughs> Perfect summary. Oh, um, take a tell. What was I going to say? Jeez. Brilliant. Thank you for escaping me. Should we move fast? Thanks, sir. If it comes back, interrupt. I don't know. Yeah. I think um, the ability and the ability now to do things a little bit differently with AI is massive. Oh, yeah. So, like we were mentioning before, able to go from 40 to 50 hours a week, drop down to 10 hours, one of my clients, um, my PT clients, I didn't help him do that. Just, <laughs> just go, yeah, I'm pretty good, you know, like, I was saying, that's a bullshit course. Like, check his killers, absolutely. Fucking, uh, <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Um, and, like, do you use any, do you do anything for your video, anything at all, or for, like, using AI automation to help you at all? Because it's a pretty fucking crazy world. Oh, it's insane, isn't it? It's a bit scary at the same yeah. time. I, I don't know, humans in not long, who knows what we'll be worth, but anyway, yeah. you use it on a, Day-to-day basis at all. I don't currently. I really should. Um, I use it for ideas and certain mm. things, like not in the sense like and I like AI could literally edit this whole podcast and make ten spit out ten different social reels for us. Mm. Like, how cool is that? Yeah, I could use that absolutely and probably halve, probably get rid of eight percent of my editing time. Like editing time. Have you tried those tools though? Not yet. No. Nah. Shit. Are they? Yeah, they're going to be better, but they're going to use it. Like, look at how much I look at our like um Dali, yes, uh, image generation. Yes, like, yes. they used to be fucking atrocious. Oh, you do a human, and they'd be like this munted. That's right. Thing. Twelve fingers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like one sticking out of their ass as well. And now, that's right. I, I the other day I was like a middle-aged man walking on the beach. Yep. Um, in Australia, pants perfect, and one hand in the pocket in a button-up shirt with a, a watch on. The only thing if you zoomed in, he had one saggy eye. 
you couldn't see it unless you zoomed in. Crazy. So the rate of what that fucking improved. I think this is the scary like thing. That, like saying four months, you'd say. Oh yeah, that's, well, six that's, that's the scariest part. Yeah. Yeah. It was saying is like when we went from. I mean, we. You don't remember the first iPhone coming out? Probably too young as well. No, I remember the three. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. I the third. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'm that. I Samsung for too long. I was, oh, like, oh, please, I did globes. <laughs> Can't believe that. Yeah, Can't believe we're talking right I now. I became a man after it. <laughs> like, so if you don't know, I'm fucking getting off on. Sponsorship, yeah, come on, can we give you a percentage? Um, and like the first iPhone came out, but it was kind of like it took over a year for the next one to come out. Yes. In the in the in AI, you've seen OpenAI and ChatGPT go from fucking nothing to this to this to this to this in the matter of months, weeks, days. Some of these things like the rate at which things are getting better now, which is making it increasingly hard to keep up. Like, I don't know about you, but if you're trying to keep up, like, it's overwhelming. Well, that's it. That's what I think. Um, I know off of um, Stephen Bartlett's podcast, he had um, um, Mo Gorda, and he's now hired him. I don't know if you've seen Stephen Dyer's here podcast. Of course, mate. Yeah, you actually recommended Yeah, yeah, good book. Good book. I all the time. Yeah, this one's better, but you know, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, um, and like, he's hired him at Mo, who used to work at like, Google X or some shit like right. that, as chief AI you know, officer or whatever. Oh, yeah. it. So it's kind of like this guy. And that's why I think business and well, what a great investment too. Yeah. But at the, like, it's just weird to think it's like, okay, it's useful now because right now these tools, what you do is you implement and you give it to someone to amplify their workload or to free up more time. Yep. It won't be long where even Mo is not needed because the AI is just doing a lot of it. Doing it all. Like that. It's pretty fucking scary. Like I generally, and this is what I was talking, the client that's, you know, dropped his time and now he's found some more purpose. This was part of it as well. He's kind of like, point like this thing can be done by automation anyway and it finds something i want to do something yes but i just think it's it's genuinely a little bit terrifying and exciting at the same time like once again we went around for when the internet was kind of like new and everyone was like oh we're all fucked yeah jobs are gone data but i mean i know i wasn't there but this is fucking different it this is. thing does it for you if you the internet was just behind. a database yeah that's it right now you're behind but what happens when like it's not even the human putting it together I know, that's right. Like, right now, you have to tell the tool to do what it wants to do. But like, what happens when you you just say one, like, build me an app that does this? Already now, there's, I don't know if you've seen, like, you have to check it out. There's this, I can't remember the fucking name of it. Yeah. Do the follow on Instagram, put it up. And it's, you draw, you literally just sketch an app, what you want it to look like, and then you, like, write on it and point arrows to the specific things and what you want them to do. And then in a couple of minutes, the outcome's slower. It co- like it's bang, it done that. Yeah. So, you know, what happens when you just tell it exactly what you want and it does the whole thing? And it's just say, can you just change this? And it goes, done. Done, exactly. Well, I know, I feel like it's hard. It, I'm optimistic. I feel like there's the potential that it's going to be really beneficial as well. And it will because it just can work at a much faster rate than we can just, you know, for things like illnesses and, and all that sort of stuff. But like, I know, it's pretty creepy at the same time. It is. It's It's scary. But we have to go with it. It's evolution. It's so fucking right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like not. You don't want to be like so dead in the water about it. You're like, ah, we're fucking done. But like in the back of your mind, you're like a lot of humanity, what we do, what we're useful for will be passed up. And we'll market. Like right now, I feel like, you know, marketing, Facebook ads or whatever. Oh, yeah. Tell me that machine doesn't know more than a human about what it knows you more than what you want to buy, more than what you know what you want to buy. Absolutely. So what's the point of a marketing team eventually that puts those ads together? You could just go, let Facebook do it. Yeah. It's pretty nice. It, it, <laughs> it's scary, but we got to get on it. 
let's see, you got we got to figure out how, how to use it and just move, roll with the punches when eventually it's not just us using whatever it becomes. Yes. Roll yes. with the punches, go with it, and, and figure it out as yeah. you go. And then, it is a fucking no, we're not going back. Because if we, no, you know, if, if the Western world goes, no, ban AI, China or Russia goes, fuck you. We're doing AI and we're going to run this world. Yeah, exactly. So you got to do it you because to. otherwise someone else is going to do it. Yeah. And just ask it how to, how to, it's going to be best for you. Hey, I run a media business. Mm. Tell me what AI I need to make my business. What are the best tools for that? Run most efficiently. Yeah. 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 That's the thing. It's out of four. No, thanks, guys. And I think, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you go on there and you're like, and then you automate that process. Yes. Then it's automated. And it's done from there. It's like, yeah. But like even on, like, so the scale of kind of like the risk of AI, mm. it's it's like, well, okay, there's a risk, but then that AI can be used for you in a good way as well, hopefully, from what we understand at the moment. Like, so if there's dudes trying to hack using AI, there's also dudes trying to stop hackers using AI. <laughs> so it's kind of just like this big clash in the end anyway. Like you technology can. will, yeah, exactly. Being gap simulation, maybe, maybe. Yeah, tell us your thoughts. I'd say one hundred percent. It is. It changes fucking nothing. Yeah. If it is, we are simulation. It fucking changes nothing. But oh no, damn it feels. It would be a cool. It's a cool idea, I think. Yeah. I don't know. This is this is getting deep now. I feel like been into spirituality, universe, mm. things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're into that. Oh, hugely. Hugely. I'm, I feel like I'm on the edge of a lot of things. Yes. I'm on the edge of religion. I'm on the edge of spirituality. I'm on the edge of some dude's got a fucking video game controller and I'm a fucking puppet. <laughs> She's a good edgy check it. I'm, edge, I'm an edgy guy. You know, <laughs> watch out. Okay, edgy. Yeah. But like, I feel, I'm the, you go, you go first and then I'll, I'll, I'll go. Like, what's, what's your take on things spiritually, religiously, video game? you got to make a decision though. You can't be on the fence about I'm not sure. That's where I think that I'll come to it later. I feel like but no, I understand. Like, like, yeah, sit in. So ever since a young kid, like three years old, they were always just like, I remember walking around the house being like, in my mind, but like, what's the meaning of life? All this, all mm. that. And that's deep shit for a six-year-old. Three, three-year-old. <laughs> oh, three three-year-old. Three. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. I don't even know if you talked then, but I was thinking it. I was thinking it. I was thinking it. I threw shit at mum. I don't know. Like, yeah. That's shit. <laughs> I was doing a lot of that too. Yeah. But in between those moments, that's right yeah and i remember distinctly thinking those things and it sounds crazy but mm. i've been listening to these books dolores cannon the convoluted universe the dolores cannon is the author is the author it's called the convoluted universe part like book old one book. two three four um old do you say yeah it's written 2000s oh precious precious yeah, yeah um the way it works is she's a hypnotherapist, mm-hmm. puts people into a deep trance. Mm-hmm. She then speaks to their subconscious, but not just like the normal subconscious. Mm-hmm. It's called like the oversoul. So like your true spirit mm-hmm. as a person, like not in the physical body. Sorry, in the physical body, but not the physical plane. Yeah. Like talks about different types of like plane, mm-hmm. like it's the true source of knowledge speaking through. Yeah. And then it literally answers every single question you've had about life ever. And I'm like... The book does. The book. Go through it. It's like a process. Each book kind of unveils more things. and more and more, and it's fascinating. And what have you from? Have you read all of them? Um, partway through the third. Is a you said three? And they all yeah no no, no. I think there's like six to seven. She's yeah. she's done like fifteen books. Yeah, should be amazing. like different stuff. Yeah, she's done like between life and death and like all these types of things. Yeah. It's like real spiritual 
interesting stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But so from that, like, I'm sure you're aware of like the laws of the universe, law of attraction, law of mm-hmm. vibration, law of... Um, vibrations, that's an interesting one. That is too. The whole universe is just one big kind of like vibration. It is. Sound is vibration. Yes. We are vibration. Nothing's actually... Everything's just energy. Yeah, like yeah. it's all made up the table the glass. See, that's where I, we can, are I can hang with that makes sense. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. All right, interesting. See, this is what I mean. I, until I have one thing that's... I'm, an op- I'm a very open-minded person. Until you can say with 100% proof that this is or isn't the way it is, I'm open to it. Yeah. I'm open. Religion, I'm open to it. Sweet. Well, let's, let's dive in there. Yeah. So, for example... It's been scientifically proven that our thoughts create reality. So we're getting to like meta- metaphysics now and things like that. So no matter what we think, we think of someone completely on the other side of the world. Yeah. Due to universal consciousness, their mind may pick that up and they may be thinking about us now. Is that because, to dreams, I reckon? Is that yeah, yeah. It's all like in the ether. It's like, you know, that, in your dreams, you never see a face you've never seen before. You may not know who they are, but you've seen them somewhere. You said them somewhere. You never pass them on the street somewhere. Yeah. Sometimes it yeah. clicks you like I see them next day. Like, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Chewing my sleep, my bad. Or even like you may have seen them in a previous lifetime. Yeah, yeah. And things like that with reincarnation. It's not a video game, then. It's, fashion- it's fascinating. See, that's where my edge, I'm like, oh, I know. I know, yeah. I, I'm open, I'm yeah. like, See, I'm, I'm like completely on the outside. So that's your, then, so your, your, if you, if you got, let's say there's three, there could be more ways. Spiritual religion, maybe we'll throw a big bang in there and yeah, again, your spiritual. Well, where does that come from? I'm spiritual slash universe. I just say, big bang still. It's got us to some extent. Yeah, it's sort of, my belief is everything started as one consciousness yeah. and then it all split off into all of us as we're all part of the one thing. As your energy vibration sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And all of our energies and everything is like having all these experiences, learning all these things, and then it all eventually will come back to one. So like even your worst enemy, you are a part of. So you may as well. I mean, biologically, kind of makes like there's some sense that I guess isn't there. Like it's yeah. Why we're very similar. Very similar. It's like and why species are yes, similar. It's how it like us to chimps and monkeys yeah. or whatever. Very similar. It's like you may as well see the love and the light in your worst enemy. So then, like you're not throwing hate. If that makes mm-hmm. sense, it's it's fascinating. But it's also like you have to change that. You know, like transcendence of enlightenment. To get to that mm-hmm. stage of where you can actually like give someone love and light that you don't like, yeah. like you know, yeah. I think that regardless of whether you are spiritual, not spiritual, yeah. if you can be nice to someone that is a prick to you, yeah, it's a strong will. That's that's, that's exactly like you're right. a powerful person. Yes. You can do that, and that's, that's right. right. Every day I try and do that. We're not perfect. Mm-hmm. There's times where sometimes even a good person maybe I've been a bit of a prick to, but generally I feel like you should try and aim, regardless of the person, regardless of what they do to you. Kill with kindness. Yeah, that's right. Because then fucking cycles over. the power with you. Yeah, you're probably yeah. a better person than me for this case of it. You go to a coffee shop and what do you want? I'm like, oh, I'm going to ram you up. <laughs> I just really love an Iceland black, please love. Like, you know, really fucking run away for them. You go and watch it a bit busy and they're like, Stood away from me. Well, like, elite. Thanks for asking, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you fucking ran down that positivity. Yeah. It's like when someone's just like having a go at you as well. Oh, you have a great day as well. And they're like, like, yeah, that's and not they're like, anything. I can't be mad. I got yes. like, from your point of view, you're probably being like, it's a little bit different for me. I get real thrill. I'm like, <laughs> like, sorry, I ruined your day. Like, it's like, it was a base for me. Once again, it's positivity still. Yeah. I'm not going to let your negativity break me down. Oh, absolutely not. 
So it's slightly different take on the same sort of yeah. context yeah. sort of thing as well. But this is where I find like it's so you're, like they're speaking of energy and vibration, whatever. Mm-hmm. This is once again it's got expanding the topic, not specific to that either. But why I think say it's like religion for an example. Yeah, like school you went to with the Lutheran school or something. Uh, Catholic. Yeah, Catholic. yeah, so yes, Christian. Yeah, um, and so obviously yeah, I went to I went to Lutheran school. Yes, you did. I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm not religious. I'm not Christian, whatever. But I believe that it's 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 important to have a hope and a, and a faith in something bigger. Yes. Whether that's spirituality, whether that's religion, or whether it's a fucking nerd up there with a video game controller making me a pope. Whatever it is, <laughs> I believe that man's going to do right by me. Okay, I trust him. Yes. I think. But like it's, and that's why I think religion fights the wrong battle. Yeah. Christianity or whatever. I don't. I, mean, I don't know specifics of who really doesn't get along, or whatever. But let's say for an example, like say someone that is is Muslim maybe doesn't get along with a Jewish person because of challenging beliefs. I'm like, I feel like you're fighting the wrong battle. The battle is not religion versus religion. Yeah. The battle is religion versus people that are non-religious or non non guided by something uh, something a little bit bigger. Because like if you know that you know if if you act on maybe like maybe like a karma sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which religion sort of runs off of? It's like do good, even when someone's a prick to you, sort of thing, um, or spiritual, or connected, whatever it is, or if the dudes up there, you know, same thing, they're all get along, whatever, whatever they sort of came to. It's like you're fighting the wrong battle if you're fighting religion v religion. Yes, and you're actually more alike than you realize. That yeah, you are. That's how society's set up these days. It's saying like, stop to fucking hate each other. Yeah, and and there are a lot of rules, and um, you could say like. Rule, yeah, rule. It's very black and white. Religion, like that, that is. Mm. Yeah, it, it's interesting, but it's like we all are one. Yeah, but that's why I think like interesting. Say with the America's perfect example. Australia is pretty similar in the political parties and the fact that there's one or the other is going to win. Liberal or Labor. You go to America, there's the left and the right. Yeah. Why can't they be in the middle? You know what I mean? Like it's such a. It's almost like a. Let's take a. Let stuff get done though. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I feel like if we had a conversation we went a little bit deeper, we'd probably find out that on average we sit ourselves somewhere in the middle of views on the extreme sides as well. You'd have some extremes on one side, I've had some extremes on the other, regardless of what it is. But it's kind of like, you know, as someone that says on the right in America, you have to be pro-having guns. Yeah, that's Why right. can't yeah. someone in America be on the right but not want guns? They seem to be, it's, a nap- it's almost a narrative. You have to be, if you're on the right, you're an extremist that's just going to harm everyone. Yeah. And if you're on the left, you're just a woke fucking snowflake yeah there's just and that's kind of the titles you get given this is stereotype isn't it exactly and so when you go up and that's how like the politicians in those parts like you know trump is right 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 you know like it's you have to then go that sort of path or say here in australia i don't think we maybe the parties aren't quite as divided but there's one or the other is going to be elected like how often do you get some of those not from you know liberal labor or whatever here but i think that's in the whole world in general we almost people feel obliged to be like, I can only get along with someone if I have the exact same opinions of them yeah. on this side of it. It's like, so say, you know, whether it was the last few years with the old um, pandemic or whatever, that divided people. Everything, I feel like there's so much division. I come together a little bit. That's right. Just because you wanted to go one way doesn't mean I can't be friends with you. Yeah. Even yeah, putting up in your shoes. Yeah. yeah. What they say, you're like, okay. Can't wait. So around that. Yeah. And speaking of mind. Exactly, yeah. Let's see, if you're narrow-minded on anything, oh, no one's going to change your fucking... Nothing. But that comes back to that growth we were talking about before. Yes. That person doesn't want to grow. They think they're perfect. They've been watching too much narcissistic Instagram stories, reels, whatever. 
they don't want growth. And I think they cover the same thing from whether that's spiritual, whether you believe that, or whether you believe religion, whatever it is within that religion, you can still fucking get along with these people. Yeah. Everyone's human at the end of the day. Exactly. Like, you know, I didn't come on here and say, your fucking ideas are terrible <laughs> ideas. I'm like, okay, I can, I can see personally, I can't, I don't believe to the same ex- extent that you believe. That's right. Yes. I'm an edgy. I'm, I'm edgy yeah. on all of them. You know, I've got, I'm, I'm kind of taste testing all of them and be like, well, I can believe some of everything sort of thing. That's okay. If you believe that, that's fine. Yeah. Can we get along still? Sure. I know. I just feel like everyone's just, yeah, split down the middle. I think at the moment society is like divided, mm. but I think there's a shift happening across the world. Like everyone is coming together more. Yeah, so it's when, changing. When whether you know, no matter what, whether the things you see in media or whatever is truthful or not, there's a lot going on. Yeah. So you you kind of have to that whole you know pair with your neighbour sort of thing. That's right. Get around each other. Yeah, each other out. I love some of that. Yeah, it's good. Aliens real. Fuck yeah. I love the sound of that. Nice. See, I, I want them to be real. Yeah. I don't know if they are, but I want them to be real. You? Oh, yeah, they are. Absolutely. I guess what I see, I, you're the, you, you would always go that path with yeah. I feel like, yeah. Dude, I'd go so far to say they're living here with us. Like, maybe I'm one. You probably are. Who are you? Maybe. maybe we don't know it. Maybe. Exactly. But yes, definitely they are. There's so many different types of species, parallel universes, uh, Ripple effects, butterfly effects, time right. travel, all these things. I want to get people on this. So anyone fucking those people that are actually experts in any of this, I want to see with someone that's like, I've got proof this is this or this is that. That'd be sick. I'm I'm all for like a little edgy conspiracy. Oh yes. Once you get open minded. Yeah. You could be terribly wrong, but you could also be right. Until you pro- until you're proven wrong, there's an itch that you could be right. Yeah. Same with anything. And I love that. That's good. I could say it's just, I reckon, seriously, a young 20 year old, have a great attitude, be open minded in life. Jeez, you're winning. Well, that is success. You're right there. Most people. Correct. Most people are pretty negative. Well, not most. That's probably unfair. (laughs) But a lot of people you come across, fairly negative. So if you can put yourself in that mindset, growth mindset, yep, open minded, communication skills, just go for it. Setting yourself up for success. Winning thoughts, winning talk, winning action, and you're on. That's all right. It's good to go. Unless you've got anything else to say, well, we'll see how so you can get home and get some food in the system. Thank you. It's been an honour. I can't believe I didn't remember what that topic summary was. Still, it was so fantastic. Well, for next time. Next time. I'm sure it will. Next time we'll be there. But we're going to leave it there. It's excellent. Um, we'll chuck Aussie socials, be the one, and his uh, media business in the description below so you can check any of those out. So if you want some sick videography, Action adventure or not action adventure, business class, whatever it is. Check it out. Check out the Be The One boys. Get around it. And then I'm going to spill the beans on what their TV show sort of thing is next year. But So stay tuned on their channel so you can figure out what that is. And for now, we'll have Aussie back on in no time. And one of the other Be The One boys will be on shortly as well. Always yeah. looking forward to that. So we, uh, we have a slightly different conversation and take on a few things with him as well. But for now, don't forget to follow. And uh, we'll see you in the next one. Thank you again for having me. You're an absolute legend. Thank you. Make sure to follow this man. Let's go. Woo-hoo. Yeah.